This is Toss Talk, where it's all about yard games, having fun, and what it takes to create social entertainment. With your host and creator, Kelvin, on Toss Tunes Radio. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Toss Talk. And today, we are playing On Top Ball Toss. On Top is one of my new favorite games. It is so aesthetically pleasing that it looks like a piece of furniture. Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. As soon as I started playing this game, I was like, why am I playing anything else? (laughs) But... Anyways, I'm speaking with the creator, RJ. He is a man that loves gaming just like everybody else, but he always thought there's something better out there, and he created it, and it is called On Top Ball Toss. As always, links are in the show notes. Take a look at the Instagram page, On Top Ball Toss, or just go straight to the website. Check this out. He has some sweet wooden versions of this game, and there's rumors he's coming with a plastic version of the game. And if you ask me, I'll stick with the wood because it is just so aesthetically pleasing. Oh, man. But I would also like to take the time to thank everybody for all the plays on the podcast, listening to the playlists. I greatly appreciate it, and I'm glad I can add some value to the yard gaming community. So once again, thank you. I really appreciate it. Keep tuning in because I have a lot more fun stuff coming up, more playlists. Going to get some DJs to hop on and do some fun things for you guys. And I have a lot more creators. There's a lot more games out there. So thank you again, and let's get into this chat. Hope you guys enjoy. You. Hello. Hey, RJ, this is Kelvin. Kelvin. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for doing this. This sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad uh, you wanted to hop on the podcast. I've been uh, seeing your game for a while now, so it's nice to actually talk about it. Yeah, my uh, my wife appreciates it too, because uh, if I'm not if I'm not talking to you, people like you, I'm bending her ear, so she, <laughs> she likes the outlet. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, well, I've already started recording, so, um, do you want to just get right into this? Sure, sure. All right. So, uh, what's the origin story, um, and where are you from and what led you up to creating On Top Ball Toss? Well, um, I was born, I live in Buffalo now. I was born in Cleveland, Ohio, and, um, grew up in Ohio in a small town called Ashland. And, uh, that's where I met my wife. And work eventually took me to Buffalo, New York. Never thought I would live in Buffalo. But uh, the company I, uh, I worked for eventually closed. So, um, so I shifted gears. They told us they were going to close. They gave us a two-year heads up. So I got my real estate agent's license, and I started selling real estate for Keller Williams. And you know, part of the real estate process, there's all kinds of computer work, property searches, and, and such. So one day when I was doing my property search, I got a pop-up screen advertising cornhole boards. And um, okay. my wife and I had just been at a party where there was a couple cornhole board sets. And she 
despises cornhole. She hates it so much, mainly because she, she can't hit the board. She she doesn't have the physical tools to throw at 27 feet and land on the board. So she hates, she feels excluded. So she hates it. Um, okay. And for me, to be honest, I find the objective of cornhole boring. Um, yeah. And and that's just a personal taste. I don't mean to offend anyone that likes cornhole. Um, all good, all good. <laughs> yeah, but um, and the reason for that is cornhole is I I I look at it as kind of a linear game, like point A to point B, like like a mountain climbing race or a downhill skiing event, where uh-huh. basically the first one of the finish line wins. There's no there's no defensive component. True. Um, and so, so I, I started thinking about an alternative to cornhole that would be more inclusive, both in participation and competitiveness, but also more engaging and unpredictable in its outcome. Okay. Um, so, I mean, to me, a, a great recreational game has, has both an offensive and defensive component to it. And if you look at um, yard games and you would compare them to mainstream sports like football and baseball, uh-huh. Uh, cornhole would be similar. I would, I think, to like golf or bowling uh, or track or field, where where there's no defense. There's just you know the first one to the finish line win, and um, so you're unable to slow your opponent or stop. I get it. So, so, so therefore, it's kind of um, my background too is in football and baseball. I, I played a lot of football and baseball growing up, so. So I like that defensive component of the game. So, um, I mean, can you imagine if, if downhill skiing, for example, uh, it's the one first to the finish line, if there was a defensive component where you could actually tackle your your fellow opponent. <laughs> yeah, like... Or, or a mountain climbing event where you could just kind of swing over and, and knock them down a few, you yeah, know, like, few some, like, some, like some skiing Mario Kart or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I mean, you get my you get my point. It's I, just, I um, get it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so on top. So I thought of on top, and the thing I love about on top is it, it strips down the physical skills to the studs. It, it doesn't require a whole lot of physical tools, i.e. my wife throwing 27 feet. You do need hand-eye coordination, though. And then, so it not only makes it more inclusive from a physical standpoint, but the point swings, for example, there I have 20 different methods of play. The point swings in, in the greatest, the greatest point swing in any given method is 11 points. Um, so, Every round becomes like a sudden death, and, and it just is so much more engaging and appealing than a game that is the first one to the finish line. Ah, I get it. I get it. Um, another thing about your game, too, because it is a, a wooden yard game, is that it's very aesthetically pleasing. So I do like how it caters to both adults, but, I mean, you know, kids can play as well. So you did a good job, a great job with that. Oh, man. Thank you very much. Um, so uh, who's all in the business with you? Is it just you and a couple buddies, or what's going on? Well, uh, technically, the, the the LLC is a company of one, which is me. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah. However, um, this past summer, I did a Cleveland Beer Fest. Um, and because I'm from Ohio, I do a lot of uh, events and festivals in Cleveland. I have a daughter that lives in 
Cleveland, as a matter of fact. And, and throughout Ohio, I, I spent a lot of time in like Cincinnati and Columbus. And, um, that Ohio, for uh, I don't know, you may be aware of it. Ohio is a great hotbed for recreational games. Um, it's uh, it doesn't have a very long season compared to like southern states or 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 like climates, but they they do like their yard games. Um, so anyway, I was going to Cleveland Beer Fest, and, and this one guy that, that took an interest in the game, this young man, uh, his name was Joey. Um, he said he had the best he had the best testimonial I've heard since I've been doing this. He said, "You know, I love my girlfriend, but I'm in love with on top." <laughs> so, uh, so he no longer has his girlfriend, but he's repping on top in the Northeast Ohio area. And he's gone down to Cincinnati too. He's a senior at Kent State. And so he's, uh, he's taken an interest in it, which is important because on top, um, for whatever reason, the demographic that it, it most appeals to is millennials. So uh, he fits the demographic perfectly and um, he reps it very well. So, um, yeah, so, so yeah, technically just me, but then, you know, Joey, and then in addition to that, my wife and daughter will help me out at some events. And my, my daughter's great at design, so she's done some graphic stuff for me. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so who is making the game sets? Are you just doing it yourself? Well, um, it's a good question. It's been kind of a, a, a evolution. The, the first summer, which was the summer of 2017, I made them in my garage. And then the second and third summer, the second being 2018, the third being this past summer, I've had an outside group make the trapezoids and center chassis for me. And then I assemble, finish, and ship. Um, but it's, you know, it's kind of a, a slow growth thing. It's kind of an interesting thing where I created this game basically out of wood as a prototype to prove the concept. I didn't want to invest a lot of money in a game that, that no one was going to like. So I, I created it out of wood because that's what I had in my garage. Um, people, people like you had mentioned, people love the design and the feel of it. Uh -huh. A lot of people say it looks like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Many, many say it looks like a trophy. Um, I've even <laughs> some woman, I think she's a, she was a very religious woman. She said, it looks like a chalice. Um, so, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's, it's a very pretty design, but my intent the whole time was to prove the concept out and then possibly interest some sports manufacturing company into a licensing royalty agreement okay. where they would make the plastics version, offer it at a much lesser price point, and then that would allow me to not only ramp up sales, but in turn, create product awareness and then create a niche market for for wood, for the, the plywood, or actually I've made some out of, of solid oak that look like, oh. they look like a piece of furniture. So, um, yeah, very pretty. Um, so yeah, yes. it's been you know, a slow go in that sense, but, but I, I do have this outside company now talking with me. Uh, they have some interest in a plastics version um, that would be mass produced and that the price point would be much lower. So it might allow me to realize the, the kind of the, the plan that I just laid out to you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what has been like 
one of your biggest challenges when uh, creating the game? I know you're just assembling them yourself and getting some parts in. Um, leading up to that, what have you found like a struggle? Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I, you know, I've, uh, I'm a quality engineer. That's what I did for my work. And then I sold real estate. So um, I never was in some product development role. Yeah. So uh, the patent process was uh, both an education for me and a very expensive endeavor. So Um, you got it patented too? Yeah, yeah. I have a utility patent. I I was awarded um, November of 2018. So it's like uh, just about a year ago. Oh, that is awesome. Congratulations. That's very cool. I I tell my daughter, I I refer to on top as my daughter's brother. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it, it almost feels to me like like a child in that you know. Yeah, your business is your baby. It, it, it happens. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, but that was you know that's probably been the biggest one. That from a manufacturing standpoint, the material costs involved in these games are very minimal. the The labor cost is very intensive because of all the compound angle cuts. Uh, the cost of manufacturing goes yeah. way up, and that's why. I'm kind of encouraged by the possibility of a plastics version, not because I prefer it, but because it'll allow the game to be sold at a a reasonable price to where product awareness will um, increase. And then people will inevitably, some people will say, you know, I don't want a plastic version if a a wood version is available. So um, it's, you know, um, when, when you're asking somebody, and I sell these things, unfinished which means plywood that doesn't have a stain or a paint i sell them for 129 on, online yeah uh, with 30 dollars shipping and that's i do a lot of mm-hmm. events and people say oh that's you know once they realize the price they say that's really reasonable but that's people that play the game after they play the game they say that's a reasonable price people yeah. that haven't played the game if they bring it up on my website and they see a price tag of 129 unfinished with $30 shipping. It's we, we, we can finish it too with stain or paint for an additional $25. You're talking like 189 delivered for a game that you've never played before. So my challenge is the product awareness, getting people to, to, you know, touch and feel the game. Um, and then once they do that price point becomes reasonable before they touch it and, and play it, they, they, you know, they and I don't blame them. They think it's too expensive. The plastics version, the price point would be substantially lower. So then it becomes like, oh, let's you know, this sounds interesting. Let's try it out. Let's you know, pull the trigger and spend the money. Um, but so that's the yeah. That, that I get it. it. It's always tough trying to figure out where you actually fit into the market. But like you said, um, all the challenges with um, you know cutting the wood, those angles, but. At the end of the day, you are getting a nice piece of product. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's tough. I get it. Right, right. But, and then you know, you know, people that buy cornhole boards, for example, they would have no problem. You know, you can get cornhole boards from fifty nine dollars a set to you know two hundred plus. But but the thing is, for the ones that cost two hundred plus or even the one fifty. People know what they're uh-huh. getting. They, they're they're ordering it because they played cornhole before. They know the, the gameplay, so they they say or feel the investment's worth it. Um, but 
if they'd never, if they had never seen cornhole and they saw a game with a, a board with a hole in it for $200 and they had never seen the game, they would probably think that's ridiculous. I'll just, you know, I know I get it. <laughs> um, so how do you actually play on top ball toss? Um, take me through like, uh, what's your strategy and just how to play the game. Okay. Like, like I said, there's, there's 20 different methods, which, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe cumbersome <laughs> for some, but I, I like yeah, the, the, the basics, yeah. the basics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the one common, uh, the one common element of all methods is the only one player gets points per round and that's the player on top at the end of the round. So in the tower, the tower stands 27 and a half inches tall. Um, if at the end of the round, your ball, you alternate tosses with your opponent. Each uh, team has three balls. If your ball is on top of the stack at the end of the round, you, you're awarded points based on how many balls you were able to make. Uh, so just as importantly as making the balls, it's also equally important, important to point out that you can make all your balls, but if you fail to finish on top, you get nothing for that. So, um, so. Anyway, in the traditional method, which is the one that I use when I go to events and festivals, a player on top would get two points for the ball on top, and then they would get one point for every other ball that they were able to make. But like I said, more importantly, the other team, even if they made all three, if they're not on top, they get zero. So so that's what I, what I mean by the point swings. Um, potentially, if you make all three balls, it's four-point total. It's two balls for the ball on top, and then one point for your other two balls that you've made but if you get topped by an opponent the opponent gets two points for that ball on top and you get nothing so in that one round there's a six point uh, i get it um, i get it um so how do you so determine it, who starts it, off first well when you when you start the game it's just a flip of okay. a point um and then after that it's whoever won the round ah, goes first it, yeah the next one. yeah so. so it kind of yeah it allows the other team to finish on top they'll have that yeah uh, so every toss becomes like offense and defense you're 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 doing an offense and that you want to make it but then your next shot possibly is a defensive yep. shot to not only get the points but Take the points away from yeah, the opponent. That, yeah, that that added pressure to get back on top, so you have to block them out. I get it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's like a sudden death with that final toss. It's like that's for the, all the marbles. It's you can flip the script with with just one shot. It's like a like in boxing that the the guy the guy that might be uh, like scoring you know point after point with jabs, 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 and then they get knocked out at the end of the round. Um, it, it, it's that's my why my tagline is it's how you finish yeah yeah i do like that it's it's really it's pretty cool <laughs> how you finish <laughs> so anyway at the, the end of the game the game is played to 15 but not more than 16 so if you go over 16 you bust and then you revert back to what you had before that round started uh you'd still because you're on top you still start the next round which gives you an op opponent a little advantage the next round, but, um, but so there's a lo lot of strategy towards the end too, because you have to be selective as far as what ball you make. So say you're at 14 and you only, you can go as high as 16. That's only the ball on top. You have three balls. So you can only 
score one ball, it's got to be the ball on top. So you have to decide how good your part of your opponent is, and if you want to make the, your first shot, second shot, third shot. Because if you make too many of them, you'll bust. Yeah. So you have to be, you you have to, you know, if you if you uh, okay. have no respect for your opponent, <laughs> then you uh, could probably just save your last shot, uh, you know, and 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 get the points. But I, and then I you might, get it. So when you bust, do you go back down to a certain score, or well, you just go back to what you had before the the round started. So if you were at fourteen okay. and you bust, you you go back to fourteen. But okay. Um, but, you know, you might want to even concede, depending on what the score is. If it's 14 to 13, you don't want to concede points. But if it's 14 to 5, you might want to just concede the points to your opponent so you have a chance for that last, because the next round you'll yeah. have the last pass. So there's a little strategy involved. Yeah, got to be aware of your points and everything. Exactly. Very cool. Um, so... What are um, some common misconceptions that you may encounter being out at events and people playing the game for the first time or even not even playing yet, just looking at it? Do people say anything funny about it or what, what have you um, encountered with that? Well, the, the, the biggest, um, it's it's very different. The mis- One of the misconceptions is that people want to, put it into a bucket they, they you know there's all there's a lot of yard games and, and they want to put it they want to categorize it and oh this is like this or this is like that and on top is very unique okay. it's just i it's just it's different from a lot of games and i think it's mainly because i i haven't played in my lifetime a lot of yard games to be honest with you i played boxy ball i played horseshoe yeah and, and yeah, so if, if this game yeah. is compared to anything, uh, although it's you don't roll the balls um, like bocce, it, it's it's somewhat similar in that uh-huh. I think in bocce there's like a defensive component. Um, in horse, yeah, you can yeah yeah and, knock the balls out the way, set up blockers, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And and so like I said, most of my sports background has to do with football and baseball, and I think it's. It's odd to say, and I, when, I, when I tell people this, they look at me like I'm 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 uh, drunk. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, on top is a lot like football. I, I say on top is like football without a head, without the head trauma. Um, uh, okay. And, and if you think of a football game, and you you envision a team going down the field with chunk plays, twenty yards, thirty yards, twenty yards, and they get down to the end zone, and then that last toss in the end zone for a touchdown becomes a pick six. It's no different than making uh-huh. all three of my, all three of the on top balls only to be topped in the end by your opponent. Um, so yeah. it, and just like, you know, baseball bases loaded, no outs. You don't get any runs for that. You have to finish. Uh, if the, the pitcher strikes out three or the defense turns a, a triple play or, or whatever, um, you don't get any points, even though you had bases loaded. So it's not uncommon in football and baseball to see the final stat line uh, where outgained the other opponent in yards, but not on the score scoreboard. Um, 
same with on top. Yeah, no, I get it. Cause I play um a lot of uh darts as well. And um one of my favorite games that not a lot of people play is called Dart Golf. Oh yeah. Where like yeah. you're throwing at one sliver, you're throwing at the two sliver, and um in that yeah. little chunk, like the outside ring counts as like a hole in one, that middle part starts starts as like a par, the middle if a tinier part starts as like a birdie and then you miss, it's like a double bogey. So going through the board and playing one through 18 feels almost like you're playing a round of golf. Cause you could be like um, two under or shoot like plus three at the end. So I, I get the correlation you're talking about. Yeah. And, and speaking of that um, in, in the many events and festivals I've done, there's been a number of folks that have told me, Hey, you need to take this to the golf courses because this would be a great game when someone's waiting to, to tee off uh, and in between rounds in the clubhouse. Ah, that would be fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so in the spirit of that, I created one of the versions is on top golf, which does have a, a golf scoring where if you, you know, there's you, if you finish on top, you you get a, a birdie, possibly a an eagle, possibly a double eagle, depending on how many you you made. If you miss all of them, you get a bogey. Um, ah. and if you're able to make at least one, even if you're not on top, but you at least make one, you get par. So, um, oh, what nice. I like that. Yeah. I would like to play that. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far with on top ball toss. We will be right back after this short break. Hey guys, let's take a moment and thank one of our sponsors, QB 54. Mike, he has been amazing and hustling this game. It is a cross between cornhole, football, and a, a camping chair? Yes, I said it, a camping chair. Take a look at it. Links are in the show notes, but all Toss Talk listeners get a special offer. Use promo code TOSS20. That's T-O-S-S-20 at checkout and you will receive 20% off your first purchase of a QB54 game set. Play it. Tell your friends. It's a tailgate attraction. Let's go. Hey, have you heard about CrossNet game? Yes, it is volleyball and Foursquare wrapped up in the one. I said it, a cross between volleyball and Foursquare. It is an amazing yard game taking the yard game industry by storm because who mixes those two games? They did, and it looked cool as hell. So check out CrossNet Game at crossnetgame.com. Use promo code KELVIN20. That is promo code K-E-L-V-I-N 20, no space, at checkout and receive $20 off your first purchase of a CrossNet game. Links are in the show notes if you don't remember, but check this game out. You won't regret it. Get in the game. Let's do it. All right, guys. So welcome back. Let's get back into this chat. So yeah, it's um, it's but the other big misconception or, or challenge that I have is um, yeah, uh-huh. is 
most oftentimes when I do events and festivals, when I when I'm allowed to participate, I'm put on top is 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 oriented where their their cornhole boards are. So, so most every adult. I'm sorry, that's my my um, caller. I or my I, I have a call coming in, but. Um, I'll ignore that. Oh, but yeah, okay. so it, it's placed where the cornhole boards are, and I, and I have no problem with that. But most, of, you know, like we were saying, just about every adult knows what cornhole is. So when they see a cornhole board at these events, they know what that is. Most every child, and I'm talking about small children, love love balls. I mean, when they see a ball, uh-huh. they just like the magnet for the ball. So consequently, <laughs> yes, oftentimes. <they> <laughs> Adults will gravitate to the cornhole boards because it's something that they know, and kids will gravitate to the on uh, top balls because they love balls. And then the, the mis- misconception or the yeah. perception becomes cornhole is for adults and on top is for children. Um, and so, consequently, I do much better at. Uh-huh adult only events like beer festivals where no one under 21 is allowed that's where i i make that's where on top flourishes because yeah. adults understand it especially when they have one a beer in one hand and a ball in the other and the competitive juices flow and they understand the concept that's when it becomes a no-brainer uh, i do like the fact that children like it too because yeah. Proof to me that it it crosses generations. Yeah. In fact, the most memorable game I remember at an event was where a 15 year old boy who played for his high school basketball team played his great grandfather who was 92. And so this this boy shot. He had a beautiful shot, like a like a foul shot. And uh, and he was dominating as far as balls made, but his yeah. great grandfather yeah. was clutch. And like I said, with my wife and the physical tools, his great grandfather, he was somewhat frail, but he had the physical skills to throw at 12 to 15 feet. Oh, wow. So so at the end of the game, the, the boy won, but the final score was 15 to 13. Okay. And it was uh, it was uncertain as far as who was going to win uh-huh. right up until the very oh, end. Wow. So, That's um, awesome. Um, so... Did you originally design on top to be inside or uh, like an outside game or just both? Uh, well, you know, Buffalo, the the seasons, <laughs> the yeah, seasons. You were saying that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was definitely intended to be both. Um, and it's fun to play. I mean, I, I people have sent me pictures of them playing in the garage, playing in the basement. Not yeah. in the wintertime, but um, just, you know, season round. And, and it's kind of cool because even in nicer climate weather, it sometimes rains or it's windy or it's not ideal. And, and at nighttime, especially, you can you can bring it inside. And um, yeah. it's a great um, party game because it, it, it does include everyone. You need the, the hand-eye coordination. But if you have that, I mean, it's... It makes for a very it's it's one of those games that and I also tell people I could beat if I the the cool thing about this is is I could I could go up against any professional I could go I could play LeBron James in on top and he although he has more precision as far as hand eye coordination than I will ever dream of having yeah. I could beat him because of the nature of the scoring because 
it, it doesn't, it, you know, you, you, the most accurate person does not get the reward, the clutch, the one that's clutch gets the, the point. Yeah. I, I think that sounds like a challenge. You might uh, make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That'd be great advertisement, wouldn't it? That would, it would be. <laughs> um, I also like, I saw a video, um, you know, just scrolling through your Instagram and everything, um, that the bottom of it kind of pops out the back and um, you can pick the balls kind of roll out. Um, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it is, it's, um, you know, so the ball stack, there's only like a, 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 a rod that, that keeps them from falling into the base, but, you know, so the ball stack vert vertically okay. in the center, uh, chassis during the round. And then at the end you, you pull the pin and then they drop to the bottom and then you could retrieve them. A lot of people light them up through the top. Either way is fine. I just tell people not to pull them through the bar. Some people... Yeah wanted to try to you know once the balls become pliable um they're kind of more fun when, when i when when the balls are first new they're kind of they're they're firm um but, but then over time the the skin uh -huh. of the ball relaxes and they become pliable like beanbag chairs and that's when it's really fun to play because i for example i have an instant win uh component where if someone tosses the ball and it rests on top uh -huh. of the top trapezoid, just rest on the rim, which is very unusual. Uh, it's an instant win. Um, so, but anyway, a lot of people, once it becomes viable, they want to pull the balls through the bars. And I suggest not doing that because it shortens the life of the balls. But, um, but to, to that point, well, then I have uh, a couple of methods um, that use that opening in the bottom. If you, I, there's one method that's, two variations of bocce ball where one is played somewhat like rollers in that you turn the, the mm -hmm. tower around where, where the opening is exposed to the, the gameplay, the, the opponents. And then, and then you use that opening as the house, if you will, okay. to roll the balls into. And then it's almost, like I said, it's almost like a, a rollers thing where you have to stay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And then the other variation of Bocce is I suggest that um, in my method to play that if you want to use the balls as a Bocce uh, game, you get a, use a um, golf ball as a, like a Polina. Am I saying that? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah. use the, the golf ball as the, you know, the, the variable target, if you will. Um, so, okay, very cool. Getting a bunch of games yeah, out of one, yeah. I like it. <laughs> um, so before we move on to the quick question round, um, I just kind of want to figure out how did you? I mean, um, the name is kind of self explanatory, but how did you actually come towards calling it on top ball toss? And uh, what exactly led you to create? the tower system or did you have any other ideas before you created this no you know it's like i like i said at the top of the conversation i i had that pop up that cornhole pop up and, and uh, you know like i said my wife doesn't like cornhole and i i don't really um enjoy that one. So okay. I, I just start thinking about i i it, it as i was doing the property searches my mind started wandering about um just different methods of d different games that we could where it it, it didn't it, it made it possible um 
regardless of your physical skills. Uh, and there's exceptions to that, but regardless okay. of your physical skills, skills yeah. to compete. And then was um, was kind of singular and and objective. And what I mean by that is one thing I don't like about, and this is why I don't play a lot of VR games, um, is I don't uh-huh. I don't like games where you you're rewarded for being closer closer than an opponent. Um, I, I I like it okay. like I said like like football and baseball. Um, and so, yeah. so one oh. objective. I, can you imagine if you, you scored like in 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 football? If you kicked a field goal and you hit the bar, you got two points. But you, <laughs> yeah, it, I get it. That would be unusual. But anyway, I um. So yeah. So then, so then I came up with this this backing thing. A lot of people, and I don't know if this entered into my subconscious or if this is. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> have pointed out, and and I was I was for the first time. I heard it when I was doing an event, but I've heard it a few times since, and it kind of started starting to make sense to me. People say it reminds them somewhat of how you, you use a baseball bat and you put your, your palms on the baseball bat and you see, you, you I don't know if you've ever done that. A lot, a lot of people do that to see who goes first. Where you, you know, in the softball. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 So you put the palm, you know, and, and whoever tops the, you know, that, 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 so, uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like a ball toss version of that, which never entered into my thinking. But basically, the tower thing, I wanted to be, I wanted the game to be very visual and visible. And there's something about seeing the vertical, visually seeing the vertically stacked balls in there that adds to the gameplay, and it's. You throw a cornhole bag and it goes in the hole and it's in the hole and it's worth something, but you don't see it. It disappears. Yeah. And there's, a, 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 you know, some other games like that where, where, but this thing is, it's like in a, like a trophy shape and it vertically stacks and, and it's really cool sometimes during events when all six balls are made because it happens frequently, but there's something about that stack being built. And then the scoring, some of the scoring methods too involve getting points for the balls the, the opponent makes too. So it's not just points awarded to the balls that you make. There's some methods that award for points that the opponent makes. There's also methods that reward for how many points or how many balls you were able to make consecutively. Um, it's called the poker method. There's also a method called um, um, the 10th frame where if you miss the first two, just like in the 10th frame of bowling, you miss the first two balls, you lose the right to throw a third ball or toss a third ball. Um, so there's all kinds of variations. There's a football variation. There's a baseball variation. And each one, because of the, the, the visual nature of the game, it makes it, I think, more interesting. Yes, that's, that's very cool. I just didn't know if you had any other ideas before you landed on this one, but it seems like you're just kind of always floating this one and then just kind of improved on it and created it, but it's very cool. Oh, thank you. Yes. And that's, it was, you know, to that point, um, because I've done a lot of events, I do have, and this drives my wife crazy because I, you know, I need to focus on, on top, but uh, I have in the, the wings, like a few other games that I've thought of just based on uh, feedback that I've heard from people that I've met along the way. Probably, you know, we haven't talked about that, but, Aside from the fact that I love this game and I, I see great potential, 
it's been great because you know, like I said, I used to be a quality engineer in a pharmaceutical company. I didn't meet a lot of people throughout the day, so I've met so many cool people, and 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 I sell these things to breweries, and and I've actually given some some sets away to breweries if I see a return on an investment. Um, uh, and and so then I get to meet people at these bars and breweries and these, these events, and and in fact, there's a a brewery in Cincinnati, an iconic brewery in Cincinnati, Ohio, that has two sets uh, of on top. And I've received several orders from patrons of theirs that have gone in and played and love the game. And the thing that's so gratifying and 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 um, um, well, it, it's very gratifying, and it gives me great um, great hope for the, the potential is is in Cincinnati, Ohio is, is known okay. considered the birthplace of cornhole. So uh, for, for on top to be received there so well and and for me to receive so many orders from people that that you know in the birthplace of cornhole, cornhole yeah. it, if you can make it there you can make That's it anywhere. Awesome. Um, um, yeah let's uh, move on to uh, the quick question round. So um I just need you to answer these questions, either one word or just a very short answer. Um, You ready to play? Sure. All right, let's do it. Question one, ice cream or cake? Cake. Carrot. Carrot cake. Ooh, interesting. (laughs) Nice. I don't don't understand why everyone doesn't like carrot cake. I just... that and oatmeal, oatmeal raisin cookies. I don't understand why that's not the best. If it's if it's made right, I could do some carrot cake. My mom loves carrot cake. <laughs> All right. Uh, second question: What's your favorite yard game besides on top? Um, I would have to say boxy, just because of what I said earlier. It's it's got a defensive component yeah. to it. Um, uh-huh. my my brothers and I we we've gone on these family vacations and we we take bocce ball out to the beach and there's, there's something about the the variation the variable you know the, the target and then um, yeah we go and the game's so versatile too so you could play on like different surfaces and get a different type of game with it that's why i really like bocce. oh we'll, we'll go out to the like the sand dunes and and, and yeah yeah so that, that's cool uh, nice all right question three if you had to get rid of a yard game or a sport, what would it I, be? I, I think you, you probably know based on our conversation. Which... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> you know, to that point, there's a lot of people in the, the events that I do that are avid cornhole players that will tell me as much as they like cornhole, uh-huh. it's become stale and boring for them. So although they continue to play, they just they yeah. play because they don't, they, they haven't found an alternative. Some people say, you know, like I've heard a, a guy uh, say that cornhole uh, is the past on top is the future. Um, it, it just, it's, it's a different, it's a different mindset. Yeah, yeah. It's a different game. Uh-huh. All right. So question number four, um, what are you not very good at either in general or in your business well i'm this is kind of you know this has been a challenge to me because i you know like i said i'm a quality engineer by nature 
uh-huh. not someone, I mean, that, in, in that position as part of an organization, I'm not a risk taker. I, you know, I'm not one by nature. Um, so, you know, this, okay. this endeavor, this on top endeavor, this, there's risks involved and not because I feel that the game is not, um, a hit because I think put in the right hands, manage the right way. This, this can be huge. Um, it, it, but it's like that, like the new England Patriots, they're probably the best NFL team out there. If I was their head coach, um, they wouldn't be, you know, it, it's so, so, Although I believe in the game, I sometimes, because of the risk involved in, in my skill set, you know, I, I invented the game. I invented the game. That doesn't make me the best at marketing or manufacturing or distribution. Um, so, yeah. um, and that's why, in part, I've really wanted to establish a licensing royalty agreement with somebody that, that made you know, kind of ramp up the sales of, like I said, the plastic version and allow me to focus on what I would consider a niche market, which would be the wood and the uh, solid, the plywood and the solid wood. It's, uh, yeah, it's very good you recognize that. I mean, um, some people get a little blinded about all the tasks they have to do, so they don't really know what they're not good at. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's my, good my, understanding. My, my favorite line is, I don't know what I don't know. It drives my wife crazy when I say that, uh, but it's true. Um, I like that. I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> All right. Last question. Uh, what was your favorite childhood movie? Um, you know, it, it, this kind of this, this speaks to kind of what this is. This almost like a like a therapy session because this is this the, the movie itself is <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. Um, and, and if you look oh, at The nice. Wizard of Oz, it's 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 a collection of characters that act like a team that have certain skills that they don't realize they have until the end when some wizard points it out that they've always had it. And, um, and so the game kind of mirrors that. And I mirror that in that, you know, maybe I have certain skills that I haven't really identified or realized that I just, I haven't exercised. I don't know, but that's, that's part of the journey. But then the bigger thing is the on top game itself. And, And I've, Approached uh, boy and uh, boy uh, boys club boy and uh, girl scouts of America. Um, because I, I like uh-huh. the the subliminal message uh-huh. on top has, and that is that everyone, as long as they don't give up, they have a puncher's chance to win. They they don't have to have all the right answers. They don't have to hit a home run every time. They just have to you know believe and continue, and and their time can come. I mean, it, you know, it's just. So, you know, and, and that kind of, I think, epitomizes the, the Wizard of Oz movie, yeah. the, the plot. Yeah, way to connect the dots. I love that. That's well said. It's, it's how you finish, so yeah. keep believing yeah. in it. Got it. <laughs> well, that's the last of that question. Thanks for playing. Cool. Thank you. For, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, before we finish up here, um what is, what are you currently excited about in the future or what's coming up for on top anything coming up well i mean the the, the one thing that um i guess the thing that i'm most excited about is the the potential licensing partnership you know um that that will okay. do a lot of things mainly 
product awareness because that's what I need. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I've looked to, like I said, I don't know what I don't know, and, and I'm not the, an expert at everything. I, I think that the licensing agreement would allow for the infrastructure to be, you know, in place to kind of start distributing this game, create product awareness. Not only would I get a royalty in that, but more importantly, the awareness of the product at hand, which is like free marketing in my mind. And then allow me to still yeah. dabble because yeah. the licensing agreement, if it goes through, and, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of challenges to, before that before that happens. But if it, if it goes through, yeah, it, it'll be an exclusive agreement. They'll have exclusive rights to a certain market, which will allow me to continue with what I want to do with the wood metal version or, or wood. I actually, I say metal. There's, when I first made this, Kelvin, I, yeah. it was a wood metal version. The metal chassis, the center chassis uh -huh. was metal. And that allowed for magnets to be used to yeah. store. Uh -huh. And and so from a cost containment standpoint, that oh, was just yeah, too yeah. too costly. But, but if, you know, the, the, bet, the, the on top from a mass production takes hold, then the wood metal version is kind of a... I compare it to different bottles of cars. You know, you, you might have, uh, you know, um, a Rolls Royce and you might have a Volkswagen um, bug and, and there's different price points. Um, and I met this guy along the way that sold cars with my wife was getting a car and she, and he, and he did some video for me. He was a videographer in his, in his um, side job, but okay. he compared it to cars where, you know, he said some people come in and they want to, test drive an Audi and then when they tell them how much it costs they say well show me some Volkswagens and he said well, so it's kind of like a you know a plastic version versus the wood metal version so I get it yeah, yeah. well good luck with that I hope uh, everything works out I would love to see this game take off and um you're in my top list of games that I show to people when I'm like, yeah, I do a yard game podcast. And I'm like, have you seen this game? Have you seen? But yeah, I definitely show people on top and they're like, oh, what is that? I like it. So Yeah, we'll have cool. to we'll have to get you a game and, and have you try it out. Yeah. I, I, I see you yeah, on, on Instagram and I believe your favorite yard game is Bocce, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I operate a bocce league. That's just where I started from. And um, I grew up playing bocce here at, at the beach. And um, funny, I like I didn't even know bocce was played in a court for like the longest time. <laughs> and um, yeah, so once I started playing it on a lot more grass and on a court surface, that's when you get a little bit more of like the defensive strategy, bumping it off the walls and things. But yeah, I, I grew up playing on the beach. <laughs> Yeah, so this, you know, on top to you, I, I would envision on top to you, I think you would really like it. And I think you probably would think it's the ideal game for confined spaces. Uh, if you're somewhere and, and, and bocce is not possible because of the, the amount of space, you could take this out 12 feet apart, have a pretty competitive game and have have some fun. Oh, there is a method. I, I do, although I say I don't like both being closer, closer and awarding for that. I have because of events that I've done where people think that it's all like a muscle memory thing, right? You, you, the more you do it, the more you get. So at these events, if people play like first, the first time they ever played, 
they don't have the muscle memory down, so they think it's too difficult. So in, in light of that, I created reluctantly a method called Heir to the Throne. Um, oh, okay. And it's spelled E-R-R-O-R, to the throne. Uh, uh-huh. to the so, and it allows for rewarding uh, a ball that's closest to the tower if no balls were made than the, the ball uh, closest to the tower. Is that very... I like that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, if I'm playing, I'm a, that, that's that's a house <laughs> rule now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, final question: As a yard game entrepreneur, what is your mantra or quote that you're living by that uh, helps you get out and uh, get on top sold every day? It's how you finish. <laughs> it's how you finish. That's good. <laughs> I love yes. it. I love it. <laughs> it is how you finish. Yes, like, yes that's perfect. Don't uh, don't get down on your daily failures. Just look for the victories, the successes, and and just plug away. And then in the end, you know, it's how you finish. That is perfect. Well, RJ, thank you for hopping on the podcast with me. I'm excited to get this episode out. Like I said, uh, this is uh, one of my favorite games that I've seen and can't wait to actually play it and and talk and promote and show more people about it. Calvin, thank you very much. Thanks for your time. And the podcast is a great idea. And I'm looking forward to hearing it. And like I said, I'm looking forward to you playing it. Awesome. Well, I will be in touch and uh, thanks again. All right. Take care. <laughs> Later. Bye-bye. Woo! That was RJ, the creator of the game On Top Ball Toss, which is an aesthetically pleasing wood game that is taking over the new cornhole. So, Follow Toss Funny on Instagram, T-O-S-S-F-U-N-N-Y. Links are in the show notes. Click, get yourself an on-top ball toss today. You won't regret it. Indoor, outdoor fun. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace!